we're going to be talking about Catholics and the Enneagram. Can Catholics use the Enneagram? Is it okay? Is it bad? Is it a neutral psychological practice that really it's up to you whether you want to do it or not? That's what we're going to talk about in this video. In the late 1900s, there was an explosion of popularity with the Enneagram. In fact, in the late 1970s, 1980s, it seemed all across the country people were using this, even in Catholic retreat centers, parishes. And even though it's not as popular today as in its heyday, it still is popular in some circles, such as many Catholic retreat houses, some parishes, and some groups. So you will still come across it, and many people have questions, is it okay? Can Catholics use the Enneagram? That's what we're going to talk about right after this. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Catholic Truth. My name is Brian Mercier, President of Catholic Truth, and I'm so happy that you're here with us today. We want to help you to know your faith, love your faith, and live your faith, and be passionate about it, and even be able to defend it. Make sure to follow us on social media below for daily inspiration. And if you would like us to come to your parish and give a talk or a weekend or seminars, uh, retreat on the New Age Movement, feel free to invite us, catholictruth.org. What is the Enneagram? The Enneagram is a geometric figure, as you can see here on the screen, which maps out your personality types. And there are said to be nine types which represent the nine deadly sins. So things that you struggle with that you can fix, that you can heal, that you can grow in. For example, number eight, people who are on the chart as eight are more aggressive. They're controlling. They like to control things in their life, but they also tend to control other people and things as as well. They tend to be dominant and aggressive, and they can be a bit out of control. And so the goal for this type of person would be to follow the chart to its corresponding virtue or its corresponding personality type so that you can find balance. You can balance yourself out. If you struggle a lot in one area, then you want to go to the other side so that you can find harmony and become who you fully are and find peace. That's the claim of the Enneagram, but we need to go deeper to see if there are any problems. And if we go a little deeper, we're going to find out that there are some problems, starting with the fact that people say the Enneagram goes back many, many centuries, but in fact, we're going to see that this is not true. But to start with, many people don't realize there's a difference between the symbol, which we showed here on the screen, and the personality types associated with it. Many people think this was just the Enneagram for centuries and centuries, but it was not. We're going to see that one person invented the symbol, another person invented the personality types, and one person brought them all together and made it popular around the world. So it was kind of a conglomerate or a mix of people who did this over time. It said that the symbol itself was started by a man named George Gurdjieff in the 1900s, and he was an esoteric man who was always on the search for wisdom and knowledge. And he studied all the various different traditions of the world, philosophies, the occult, Kabbalah, and many different things. And he came up with the Enneagram and its symbol. And he actually said that no person in this world can truly understand who they are unless they understand themselves through the Enneagram. This symbol, however, had nothing to do with the Enneagram that we know today because it had not yet received the personality types. The personality types would come in the mind of a man named Oscar Ichazo. 
Chazo was also interested in esoteric knowledge, traveled the world, studying the world religions, and he got into many different types of philosophies, religions, pulled from different traditions, but he especially got into the occult. So both of the men who invented the Enneagram were steeped in the occult. And Father Mitch Pacwa here, who is an expert on the New Age movement, I don't know if you've ever read his book, it's called Catholics and the New Age. He's an expert on the New Age movement, a former New Age practitioner himself. And he says that Echazo was like steeped in Zen, Kabbalah, shamanism, psychedelic drugs, pagan spirituality, astrology, hypnotism, Native American spirituality, and more. So, I mean, he literally pulled from so many different places, some of them being demonic. He claimed that he frequently practiced divination, contacted spirits, and received instructions from higher spirits on the other side. Now, if you've seen our other videos in this series on the New Age movement, we had a video on astrology, and we had one on the occult, and we talked about the dangers of talking to spirits on the other side, who pose as demons, who can lead you, possess you, and different things like that. They can tell you whatever you want to hear. We have a whole video on A Course in Miracles, where Helen Shookman channeled a spirit on the other side and didn't think to question it. It called itself Jesus. She believed it, spent her whole life teaching this, and realized at the end of her life she was duped and it was the worst mistake she ever made. So this is a huge thing when we talk to spirits on the other side for guidance. It's totally contrary to the Bible, which severely condemns it, and the Catholic faith, which the Catechism severely condemns as well. It's called divination. Sometimes it's through seances, mediums. There's different avenues of the occult, but they're all severely condemned because they can hurt and ruin and lead astray our immortal souls. That's why God condemns it so strongly. And yet, the Enneagram, the whole foundation of the Enneagram was founded on occult practices, in addition to some psychological practice, other religious practices, and such. In the 1970s, a man named Claudio Naranjo, he went down to Chile and studied with Oscar Ichazo. And he was the one, I think he promised not to tell anybody, but he ended up bringing it back to the United States and telling everybody. And he even had students and trained them who went out and trained others and so on. He may have even added some of his own psychological aspects to it because he actually, unlike the others, was trained in psychology. And it was after the 1970s and his teaching of it that the Enneagram, as we know it, began to grow and spread, even among Catholics, and people were trying to find out who they were through their personality types and overcoming their nine deadly sins. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> it's based on nine personality types and nine supposed deadly sins, even though, as Christians, we only believe in seven deadly sins. So apparently they invented two more. <laughs> and again, people say that this goes back hundreds and hundreds of years, but there's no evidence anywhere whatsoever that it goes back before Oscar Ichazo. Nobody had even heard of it before Gurdjieff or Ichazo, and even Gurdjieff himself had never claimed to find what Ichazo was talking about, these personality types. It doesn't go back before these men. Many people, even Catholics, have tried to use the Enneagram as a purely psychological tool to know who they are. Not that bad. 
The problem with the Enneagram is that from its outset, it has been mixed with religion, spiritual practices, New Age worldview and understanding and ideologies. It's been mixed with the occult and other things that are totally contrary to our faith. So many times, most times when you come across teachings of the Enneagram, it's mixed with other religious ideologies that don't jive with Christianity and in fact contradict the Bible and God. In fact, many times you'll hear that in Enneagram teachings, the devil is not real, hell does not exist, sin is a fabrication, it's not real, and even in Catholic circles, Satan becomes your ego. So the devil's not real. The devil is your ego. And hell is living in the ego. And the goal of the Enneagram is to find your true identity in Catholic circles and non-Catholic circles. That usually means your divine self. To come to some sort of divine enlightenment where you find yourself at peace. And in Catholic circles, perhaps it's the divine life, God's life. And that's part of the problem is there's such a mixture of it that many Catholics don't know the difference if they're participating in the Enneagram. If there are parts of it that are attached to New Age or Hinduism or the occult or other things, they just don't know. And so they might get into these things unknowingly. And if you look at the Enneagram, it teaches many things that are New Age, like monism, which we've talked about in our New Age video, pantheism, and different things like that. And if you look at things like the Enneagram prayer, which I came across once, you're going to see monism, pantheism, and other things. You'll see that God is replaced with the universe, or God is replaced with the universal source. And there's so many Eastern Oriental Christian teachings that contradict the Catholic faith. We really should be careful and should not participate in this in any way if there is spirituality that's attached that's not Catholic. But people wonder, well, could I use it just as a purely psychological tool, just to learn about me, my personalities, how I can correct my personalities, like if I'm too uh, loud, or if I'm too angry, if I'm too controlling, or maybe I'm too nice and I'm walked over by everybody and I need to assert myself more. Can I correct those using the Enneagram? Well, the problem with this is that the two men who invented this didn't really have any psychological training. Some psychology was added to it by Narang Ho, and he did have psychological training, but it's really a mixed bag, as most people would admit. It really doesn't have any scientific backing that would be of concern. It doesn't really have any scientific studies to back it up. If it were really a good, top-of-the-line, everybody-should-use-it tool, then why aren't there really more studies on this. Why isn't everybody studying it, showing it, promoting it? Hardly anyone uses it except in like New Age and some religious circles. Why wouldn't everybody be using it if it wasn't amazing? Everybody knows Myers-Briggs, but not many people know the Enneagram anymore. So, and in fact, the Christian Institution Research Institute has raised these exact questions. Let me read to you real quick what they say, because they raise some good questions that you would want to ask yourself too. What psychological proof do they have that only nine basic types of personality exist? They never talk about this. They just assume there's nine. What is the evidence that a resentful perfectionist, number one, should seek virtue of happy-go-lucky plan, number seven? Why should a vengeful, power-hungry person, number eight, become a helper, number two, rather than, say, seeking other virtues. And so they go through all of these different questions that no one ever really breaks down. They just assume. And when push comes to shove, it's not really a great psychological tool. Maybe you could use it for purely psychological reasons. It might help you in some way, but there's a lot better out there. Like, not that I'm recommending Myers-Briggs, but just for example, many people use Myers-Briggs, including 
Many companies have their employees go through that just so they can know their personality types. That's a much more psychologically astute and sound testing to know your personality type, how to overcome it, and different things like that, as opposed to the Enneagram, which nobody really uses today and is mixed with a lot of pseudo and occult and religious ideology that you don't want to get in. It's, it's, it's too much of a mixed bag, in my opinion. So I would not use it, especially if there's a religion attached. And I probably wouldn't even use it personally, if just for a psychological tool, because I think there's a lot better out there. There's even better than Myers-Briggs out there. Like, if you want to know who you are for real, I don't see any point, And I don't see any reason to use the Enneagram. There's just no reason. There's much better in every way, spiritually, psychologically, and otherwise. And in fact, that's why the Catholic Church, in her document on the New Age movement, Jesus Christ, the bearer of the water of life, condemns the Enneagram. And it says that the Enneagram is a false form of Christian spirituality and a type of Gnosticism that has its roots in divination, which is basically exactly what we said in this video. It's a syncretic mix of different things, of divination, Gnosticism, the cult, psychology, and different things that you really don't want to get mixed up in. So I recommend personally staying away from it and going with other psychological tools that are better and have no religious ideology attached. Thank you so much for watching this video. I hope it was helpful. Make sure to check out our other videos in this New Age series. And we just have a new folder on the New Age down below. You can see our videos on yoga, Reiki, Centering Prayer, the Course in Miracles, Deepak Chopra, Law of Attraction, the Occult, Astrology, Father Richard Rohr, and other Catholic New Age people or people who get duped by the New Age, and many more coming. So if that interests you, please check out that folder below. And if you would like a, a retreat, a day retreat, a weekend retreat on the New Age movement on any of these topics, feel free to bring us to your church, catholictruth.org, and make sure to follow us on social media below. And of course, if you're new here, welcome. Please like and subscribe so you can get our videos when they come out twice a week, usually on Thursdays and Sundays, and other shorts on other days. And please, if you love our videos and you find them helpful and you think the world needs them, please support our ministry. Please pray if God is asking you to generously give $25 a month, $50 a month, $100 a month, $500 a month. Whatever God puts on your heart, we put back to the salvation of souls. Thank you all for watching, and God bless you.